Well, good morning, friend. March the 5th, and day after Easter, and I um, hope you had a wonderful day yesterday in your church. It was good. Of course, a year ago, I was telling our church yesterday, a year ago yesterday, we were in the parking lot, and um, and yesterday, it was just it was just an extra blessing, not just to be in the parking lot, but but we weren't there. We were inside, and God certainly blessed us yesterday here at Maranatha Baptist Church. Pretty excited about it. Our people did a lot of hard work and um, had, I mean, we, it was just, it was a packed out day, everything. We had several services going on to hold the crowd and people saved, people baptized, and it was a wonderful day. Just watch the Lord work on Easter Sunday. Um, just reminds me that his power is still available today. And um, I hope you had a wonderful day seeing souls saved. Um, I hope that Easter's more than new clothes and family time. Um, probably one of the things that kind of disturbs me just a little bit is um, watching people. The only thing that they had to talk about about the Easter, my wife commented this to me as well, is that they everybody's talk, showing the family pictures and everybody's showing the clothing that they got. And, but hardly anybody talked about the day that God gave them at church. And, um, and that kind of disturbs me. We're losing our nation and people are... Um, more worried about the, about, and I'm not against family. I think family is good to have family time, but I think it's good to, um, I, I'm not against getting some clothes, but I do believe it's better to go reach someone for Jesus Christ. I think of people in our church. I think of, um, br brother Mark Trimble and his bus route, bus route two had a great day, 78 on his bus route. I think of, um, Randy Hall and, and Shank Sagar who had 46 and a brand new route that's only started a few weeks ago. And, and then I think of them others in our church, Lord, that, that worked hard. And um, it was just an amazing day to watch God work. Um, just I hope that you had a wonderful day as well. And um, I'm looking forward to a good week, see what God can do this week. And I hope that you are as well. want to read to you this morning from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 8. I want to talk to you about the subject of contentment. God says, in having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. Um, I'm afraid oftentimes contempt is truly one of the greatest keys to enjoying life. Being content is not a choice that God gives a believer, but it's a command that he expects a believer to be. Contentment is being full with no desire for more. Have you ever gone to a place to eat and left hungry? Um, leaving hungry simply means that you don't satisfy your hunger. However, there are places that you went to eat and left satisfied, left satisfied and content because your belly was full. When God commands the believer to be content, he is commanding the believer to live life, I like this, with their belly full of what he has provided. In other words, to be discontented is to say that God hasn't provided your needs. To be contented is to be satisfied with what he has given you in life. Now, let me share several mindsets and actions that it takes to be content. First, the key to being content is expectations. The verse that I read to you um, is, a verse of is a verse that shows the expectations that God gives for the believer. In other words, any expectation above food and raiment is what causes discontentment. The only reason anyone is discontent with what they have is because they have raised their expectations too high for what they want. Second, everything above your expectations is a bonus. So when your expectations are scriptural expectations of food and raiment, 
Everything you get above that is a bonus in life. So you could find yourself being joyful and satisfied with what, what, with what life has provided for you if you learn to keep your expectations to God's standard. Having the mindset that anything above food and raiment is a bonus is what keeps you content with what you have. It'll keep, it, it keeps you from not focusing on what you don't have and being joyful about what God has given you. Third, don't let the bonus become the expectation. Um, God gives us bonuses every day, but you can't, but you, we have to be careful that the bonus doesn't become something that we expect all the time. For instance, many employees, um, become discontent with their employee, with their employer because they don't get a Christmas bonus. Now, the reason they became discontent is because their employer gave them a Christmas bonus a previous year or, or in previous years. And the employee raised their expectation to expect to continue to get it. And when they didn't get it, they became discontented with your employer. Now, you have to be careful that you don't raise your expectations to the level of the bonuses that God gives you. Because in doing so, you will, if, if you don't raise your expectation to those bonuses, you'll stay content. So fourth, can I say this? Don't require others to hold you to your standard of expectations. You will stay contented with others when you don't expect them to live to your expectations. Um, the reason you're not happy with others is because you expect them to live to your expectations. If you stay in your area of keeping your expectations for what you do, you won't have time to worry about what others are not living up to with, according to your expectations. Thus, you become content with how others treat you. Now, fifth, the less you have, the easier it is to be content. God is not saying that having possessions and riches are wrong, but he's teaching that it's easier to stay content when you don't expect to live to a higher standard. The more complicated your life becomes with possessions and riches, the easier it becomes to be, it becomes it be easier it is to become discontented. Now, when you stay busy serving God, um, you're going to find it's easier to be contented because your desire will be to help others and not on what God has given you. My friend, I hope this is a help to you to stay contented in life. Oh, how we need to stay contented. What a day we live in of discontent. I hope that you would stay content and rejoice in the fact of what God has given to you. Have a great week this week, would you, my friend? Be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Go tell somebody about Jesus today. Get your week started off right. And you'll find you can have a great week. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you on tomorrow. Have a great day, my friend.